ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Hello everyone, my next guest today for What You Call It Podcast, she's the daughter of a mechanic, a car fanatic, and she's an established women's wrestler in the wrestling world today. Are you ready for a tune-up? I certainly am. It's Amanova. How are you today? I'm doing great, thank you. That was an awesome introduction. I love the tune-up. I'm coming to you from my garage. Thank you. And uh, yeah, your garage looks pretty awesome, I'm not going to lie. I oh just- yeah, so here it is. That's my 1973 Chevy Nova. So that's like, that's like your baby, isn't it? Um, that is the baby. That's why I'm Amber Nova. I've always been nicknamed Nova because of my cars. And um, yeah, so here I am coming to you from the garage. Awesome. I just want to know, how have you been doing? Uh, how have you been dealing with the pandemic? I'm well. I will say that in the States, you know, we've been doing... It's been crazy. I mean, the whole world is just crazy and there's been a lot of tragedy. So just trying to be a warrior and stay strong and keep fighting. How have you been? Yeah, not too bad. Just we've been sort of having like a uh, lot different lockdowns. Uh, we're still in lockdown at the moment, but we should be coming out of it in April. So I've just been trying to keep myself busy. I started a podcast and I reached out to you. So um, things looking up. Can't mind. Yeah. And you got me on here. Which is great. <laughs> So, just before we discuss your journey into pro wrestling, uh, you were born in Hilton Head, Ireland, South Carolina, and some of the listeners may not actually know that you were actually a former EMT. Uh, what was that like, and what made you get into that? So, um, I know a lot of the stuff on the internet, you know, you can't always believe what's on the internet. I was actually born in Hackettstown, uh, Persephone area of New Jersey, but ah. I grew up most of my life off of Hilton Head Island, Beaufort, South Carolina. So I'm actually a Jersey girl by blood, my parents, but yeah, South Carolina. And uh, what got me into wrestling was the same person and thing that got me into classic American muscle cars. My dad, um, the daughter of a mechanic, and my dad got me into wrestling and classic cars. And I got my own grease rags and I tuned people (laughs) up and yeah, I really do it. It's a real life character. Okay, awesome. And just, um, I just want to know, because you've sort of wrestled across the, um, across the world, so I'm tripping over my words at the moment. Uh, I'm just going to try that again. <laughs> you've wrestled across You're the fine. world. <laughs> Including the UK, where I'm at the moment, South Africa, Panama. I just want to know what have been some of your favourite places to wrestle outside of the US? Oh, man. Um, so in 2019, I wrestled in London. That was my first out-of-country that I wrestled in was London, then it was South Africa, and then it was Panama within six months in 2019. I was I was on a roll. I was tuning up the world and then you know 2020 happened. But my favorite place, um, I guess I mean London's crowd was so much fun. You guys chant and you sing a lot. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys, okay, so yes, you chant and you sing a lot, which was a lot of fun. Um, I love getting pints after the show and everyone's still like singing songs and like just bursting out like in sync and they're like singing like pop songs it's it's so much fun you guys have like really good energy Um, we just tried to get ourselves over what's that we just tried to get ourselves over as much as the wrestlers are trying to do that as well Uh, well you do (laughs) do? and 
just to go back a little bit, obviously I sort of jumped ahead asking about, you know, traveling as a wrestler. I just want to know what made you become a professional wrestler. And if you sort of liked it when you were younger, and if you did, who were some of your favorites growing up? And did you sort of, were you into WWE or WCW or so many, any other companies that you're into? Wow, it's a mouthful. Uh, right. Yes. <laughs> so, no, you're fine. So growing up watching wrestling, you know, I was watching a lot of WWF. Um, you know, I loved Goldberg, Sting, Booker T. These guys, the passion, the drive they had, that's like, loved it growing up as a kid. And then the women, gosh, they were beautiful. All these women I was watching growing up, you know, Luna Vachon, Medusa, Trish, Victoria, Lita. I mean, the names just go on and on of these amazing women. And um, yeah, it really got me into wrestling watching it. My dad would take us to events. We'd have it on TV Monday night. And, you know, I used to think, that can't happen for somebody like me. I can't do this, or I don't. I don't look like China, uh, or I don't. I'm not as muscly as Jazz, you know. So I was like, man, I can't. I can't do this. So then I see these young women coming up in the Orlando, Florida area, two states away from me, at the WWE Performance Center, mm -hmm. and these women are beautiful, and they're my age, and they're not really big. But they're doing some badass shit. Like, excuse my language, but they are like oh, that's cool. kicking ass in the ring. Yeah, they're, and so Paige, Sasha Banks, Carmella, uh, Charlotte, Bailey, like they're just, they inspired me to come down to Orlando and pursue professional wrestling myself. And I moved down here just a Nova and a dream. I sacrificed so much. I left so much behind. I left my career job as an EMT behind. I got a roller going by. Can you hear that? Just a little bit. So I'm okay, I didn't know if the noise was coming in too <laughs> too much <laughs> um yeah so I left my career job with me and T behind um this is my real life character like real life superhero and I just I just want I just wanted to be brave and just go after it so I did and how did you discover the wrestling school um it's obviously where you sort of begin the journey uh, what was it like training uh, did you find yourself training um a lot with um, females, or was it sort of mostly men? Because I know a lot, a lot of females, when they get, sort of get into it, they're sort of mixed, or sometimes it can be one or the other. Uh, I just want to know your experiences, and also what are the most difficult things about training to become a wrestler? I know that's another mouthful. Yes. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, so I looked at professional wrestling schools in Orlando. I drove down with my parents. They wanted to come and check it out with me. Uh, I was 22, and... They uh, were like, my dad, he had a smile on his face watching a show. We went to one of those indie shows. And my mom was like, what are you thinking? <laughs> it was so great. So uh, my dad, my parents have encouraged me the whole way. And I just, I looked up professional wrestling schools. I saw some sweaty guys and girls in a ring. And I was like, okay, they'll teach me what I need to know. And if they can't, somebody else in Orlando will. And I'll just, I'll go where I know the best training is and I'll move around. So I've trained for many different people. I've hopped around to different schools. I've gotten to learn from different styles and diversities. Um, I've gotten to learn from, you know, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. Um, I've gotten to learn from Soraya Knight, Paige's mom, I've Lindsay Dorado. I mean, I've trained with so many great people that have helped me um, build, you know, my own style and, and as a technical or like wrestlers. So, yeah, men and women, I've wrestled with lots. Now, that's a pretty awesome CV, like just some of the names you've just mentioned that have helped you uh, along this journey. Yeah. Just want to know about your thoughts on intergender wrestling. 
um, because I know it gets mixed reviews. I myself, I'm not really too fast about it. If it's done well, um, then I'm all for it, you know, if it's done well. Um, I just want to know what is it for you, because I know you've done quite a few yourself, and I've, I've watched some of them, and I think they're pretty good. I just want to know, do you find it uh, more difficult or easier even? Because I know Tessa has said she actually likes working with men. I just want to know uh, your thoughts and opinions on sort of intergender wrestling. Um, I love, I love intergender wrestling as much. Like, I mean, women's wrestling, like, we're really breaking the stigma. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Charlotte Flair, all these women that have worked so hard to really change the way women's wrestling has been seen over the last few years, being shown that we're real athletes, competitors, our ability in the ring. So, I mean... Yes, I love intergender wrestling, and, and, you know, heck, if I could wrestle any man in the world, it would be probably Eddie Guerrero. I mean, I've gotten to learn from his, uh, from Hector Guerrero myself. Yeah. So I've done many seminars with Hector Guerrero, and, I mean, if I could get in the ring with Eddie, that'd be amazing. So I do love intergender wrestling, but when it comes to intergender wrestling, a lot of it is psychology. Yeah. It, what makes sense for this woman to be wrestling this man, and this man, like, you know, he's not just going to straight punch her in the face. He's not going to, you know, he's, he's going to give her a backbreaker or a torture rack, or he's going to like, you know, tease the crowd and taunt her until finally she makes this raging comeback on this guy. Yeah. But, you know, no one wants to see a guy just get in the ring and punch a girl in the face or powerbomb her because, I mean, realistically, like, would she get back up after that? That would kind of take a while. So a lot of intergender wrestling is psychology and, um, and how you do it. Honestly, never thought about it like that. To be honest, I think I'm just so used to like just seeing so, sometimes on the backlash and it overshadows it. But I never really took a step back and thought oh, there's actually like a lot of psychology to it, as you've explained. So I thought that you know I'm pretty glad to hear yeah. that. Yeah, um, that's, that's right. I mean, a man and a woman wouldn't wrestle the same way a woman and a woman would, or a man and a man would. And if they do try to, it just doesn't doesn't work. <laughs> no, no, I completely understand that. That's a really good way of putting that. That's a really good answer for me. I just uh, want to know as well, because my first introduction uh, to you sort of as a talent was watching NXT just only a few years ago. And you teamed with Reba and also uh, wrestled against Nikki Cross. Now, you weren't victorious, but you sort of stood out to me. Um, I liked your in-ring work and I sort of thought you had a really good look. What was NXT like for you? NXT was incredible. You know, I got my first TV matches um, with Impact Wrestling here in Orlando, I got my first TV experience. And then they kept bringing me back because they're like, hey, this girl can hang in the ring with these veterans, with these women. And I was only like a year or two in at this point. So I had really good training. I think, you know, I think opportunities and people I've gotten to learn from all the different people. And then NXT was just incredible. It was a whole production. It's, it's, it's amazing the hard work, dedication, the people, the minds that go into everything that goes on there. Um, yeah, it was great. And like you said, like, no, I was not victorious in my matches. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> All right, apologize. <laughs> but, but I was I was pretty new, only a couple years in, mm -hmm. going against women that have been wrestling for like 10 years, lots of TV experience, and I did well. They brought me back, and I wrestled Nikki Cross before she went to the main roster. I wrestled two of the top women from Japan, Io Shirai and Kairi Sane, tagging with Tanea Brooks, Rebel. And yeah, I got more experience to get better and better. And then from there, I went and started wrestling in other countries and started to tune up the world. 
Now, nah, sorry for bringing that up, but it's it's not necessarily a bad thing. But you also got like sort of good exposure and good TV time as well. So, you know, I, I sort of got thumbs up for that one. Uh, I was actually going to ask about Impact Wrestling as well, because I was absolutely amazed that you'd only been in the business for like, like, like you just said, a year or two. Um, just to get a bit more uh, detail about your run in Impact Wrestling, um, what was the talent like? And if you had to sort of compare Impact and NXT, sort of what are the major differences for you? Impact and NXT, the differences. Um, just, I guess, the people, the character, the minds that you're around, you know, it's a different setting, it's different talent, it's different agents. You know, I was with um, Gail Kim, learning from her, and mm -hmm. then, um, you know, you go to NXT, I'm learning from other women there. So it's just different diversity and styles and characters and um, getting to learn from, you know, Sarah Del Rey at NXT. Uh, compared to Gail Kim, and it's, I mean, both, both very great experiences, just a little different, and that's what I needed, was different, learn from, learn as much as you possibly can, because, yeah, honestly, I'm still always training, I'm always learning, I'm always branding myself, promoting, everything is, you can always keep learning, so it's, it's always evolving in the world of professional wrestling. Yeah, awesome, I just want to go back to your, your, um, native land america uh, because i obviously spoke about you traveling across um, across the globe so I, i'm trying across the yeah. pond I, <laughs> um, I love saying that, that i went across <laughs> the pond i love it i just want to know what have been some of your favorite places to wrestle in america um i just also want to know when you sort of booked for some of these shows and you, is there any certain people like you're like oh i can't wait to work with you know her or him or i can't wait to work in this city or this company um, are there any places and people that stand up to you? Yes. Um, so recently I've been wrestling in Texas and that's got to be one of the best promotions right now or what best states, I'm sorry, best states to wrestle in with the pandemic. It's so big. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of space. Um, there are safety precautions with everything due to the COVID. But I've been working with SWE Theory TV, which, I mean, I got two incredible women, Malaya Hosaka and Jazz, overlooking the women's division. So Amber Nova is trying to get under the hood with that women's division and tune up every female I get in the ring with. Texas is awesome to wrestle in. I mean, obviously I got all my experience here in Orlando, Florida, but um, then out of country, like I said, uh, London, incredible crowd, South Africa. I wrestled in Joburg um, and Cape Town. And uh, let's see, Panama. When I wrestled in Panama, I got my first ever thank you Amber chant at the end of the match. And I was just like taken away by the hospitality, the love, the people. And I just, I want the world to uh, get back to being safe and You'll traveling. You'll to those places again without yes. hesitation. No, Sorry, you didn't get, so I'm guessing you didn't see me wrestle in uh, 2019 when I wrestled in London. No, I, I didn't. So my shows have been sort of limited sometimes with work and not just kind of excuses like generally as well but no no it's fine i'm a bit gutted to not seeing you in london um i'm actually outside of london sort of essex um bit of a dump uh, so <laughs> uh i do know the area because i don't know i went through there it was a city um i wrestled in mitcham outside of london you know might be just a bit further from my bit uh my bit sort yeah. of um how do i put it about swearing and being very disrespectful uh a bit like the slums is the best way to put it 
Hey, I didn't grow up with money. I wasn't born a second or third generation wrestler. I was never handed a platform. I was handed a wrench and a grease rag. You want something done, you do it yourself. So I didn't come from money. I won't say like I'm from the slums. I mean, I think I carry myself, you know. I'm just, nice I'm just exaggerating. I'm just, I'm just being drunk. I know, I know. Just <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I respect that and I appreciate that. And I think that is the best mentality to have is literally just literally um, doing what it takes to get where you want to be. Um, I want to know what separates you from other wrestlers? What stands out? If you had to sell me this pen, um, sort of sell yourself and separate yourself from other talent, what would you say? So if I just sell you a pen, it wouldn't just be any pen. I have an actual <laughs> pen that's a wrench. <laughs> And it's like, okay, so if you can see, see this ring? Uh, that's a wrench. That's actually really cool, I like that. <laughs> so I'm always like tuning people up. I got the wrenches, I got the, I got the grease rags. I mean, I'm a real brand. I'm a real life superhero. I'm not just your knockoff comic book character that's been mm. done a thousand times. I'm Amber Nova, I'm original, I'm authentic. No one's ever created or done this. You know, I'm not your regular Spider-Man. I'm Amber Nova. So this wrench pen, if I sold this to you, this is going to, this is going <laughs> to, you're laughing. Okay. I could sell you this pen, but with this wrench pen comes great responsibility. Because when I <laughs> hand you this wrench, <laughs> it means you got to do it yourself and we can do it. That's right, ladies. I'm not laughing at the answer. It's actually, it's actually cracking. It's like, a, that's a quality answer. <laughs> Um, now I've just, now I've just got like Uncle Ben. I'll work on it. I, I can work on that promo. I'm going to sell this wrench pen to everybody in America. If anyone wants to London. a cameo for Aaron Over, please just, just give them this and it'll definitely <laughs> be their money's worth. I don't think I'll be complaining about that. Great <laughs> wrenches. Come great. <laughs> um. We can do it. Here's your wrench. Get to work. So that's, that has got a t-shirt over. I sound like Conrad Thompson now. Like I can make a t-shirt there. So I, I don't know. Hey, can, hey, can we build it? Yes, we can. <laughs> we can do it. We can do it. <laughs> um, it's actually, this has been great, honestly. I want to know, just to wrap it up, I want to know what's been your favourite match so far. The reason I say so far is because you're still quite young. You're still early in your career. You have so much potential. Um, I don't mean like potential as a new done thing, but like it's still early days for you. What's been your best match? My best match. Well, one of my trainers, Lindsay Dorado, told me, your best match should always be your last match because you're improving and you're getting better and better and smarter as a competitor and an athlete in the ring. Uh, favorite match? I don't know. I've, I've gotten to wrestle so many women. Like, I think it was like my 10th or like 13th match. I wrestled um, Zelina Vega via Trinidad. I wrestled, I've wrestled me again, Rosemary, Taya Valkyrie. I've wrestled so many great women, Sue mm. Young. Like, I can just name these veteran women. And I did that all in, like, my first year or two of wrestling. I, uh... What is... Yeah, I really, um, liked, I, I really sure. liked a lot of... I mean, oh, NXT and, you know, Nikki Cross, Io mm. Shirai, Kyrie Sane. I mean, all these women. Favorite matches? I don't know. Like, being at Impact, being at NXT, those were probably my favorite matches. What about your favorite match growing up? Basically, favorite match as a fan. That might be a bit easier. Um, probably 
anything with Goldberg in it. Really? <laughs> Sting. Oh, Goldberg, Sting, Booker T. Jeez, uh, you know, Medusa, Trish, Lita. Uh, just, you know, all of them. Growing up watching them was just awesome. It could do you no wrong. You were just always enjoying anything they were involved in, basically. Yeah, I mean, favorite match? Jeez, I don't know. Eddie Guerrero, I mean... How do you just pick one match? I don't know. That's true. I, I feel like sometimes, like myself, like if someone asks me that, my answer always changes. Sometimes it'll be Eddie versus Kurt Angle, or then it'll be Brett versus Owen. So I can understand that. And a lot of people want to, they can't name just one thing. Um, but I'm just sort of sort of new to this. So I'm just like trying to stand the question. But no, that's, I think the answer you've given is actually better as well. It's not just um, Hulk Hogan, Andre, and that's it. Well, yeah, because there's so many different styles of wrestling mm. that I've learned from, that I've watched. That I, so I don't like just one match because I'm like, well, I like what she does, but I like what he does. Can I do something similar? How do I incorporate that into what I do as a character in my personal style as a technical wrestler here in, in what I do? So, yeah. Nah, wicked. Uh, before we also officially do wrap this up now, because I know I said that before the question. Um, hey, no rush. I'm all yours. I'm all yours. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Uh, I, I know. I'm I can people... literally listen to your accent like all day. Hence, uh, anybody out there in London, I'm a sucker for a British accent. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put it in the description. This American girl, right? I didn't realize like um, our accents were sort of, you know, would sort of, you know, win you over, really. Not so much like. Okay, now I'm actually just going quite embarrassed and shy. And now this is all recording, so. Um. When I went to London, when they impersonate, when you guys impersonate American people, they always put a country accent, like we're all from Texas, but we're not. It's either like you're from New York or you're from Texas. And that's what they think every accent sounds like. I don't that think I true. have either. Cause like I said, I was born in Jersey, but I grew up in the South. So... That is true. Anytime I do an impression, and I'm not going to do it because yeah, I just I will sound like an idiot. And I don't no, really now watch. you have to do an impression. Um, I don't know. I'm not trying to think what I can say. It's like, oh, howdy, y'all. <laughs> I'm from America, and I love wrestling. <laughs> yeah, wrestling is still <laughs> that really is terrible. I'm telling you, everyone <laughs> says howdy, y'all, and they think that we all have um, country accents. It is a bad stereotype, but when I watch things like Family Guy and stuff, and a lot of Americans also think we're like the royal family, that we're all really posh. Uh, we all drink cup of teas every day. Posh. Right, very cup posh. Of tea. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not. We're kind of far from it, really. Um, like, Mr. Bean is a pretty good um, way to describe British people. Um, if you've ever seen it, Mr. Bean? No. you never seen Mr. Bean? Uh, Mr. Well, Bean? Mr. Bean or Ricky what? Gervais. Ricky Gervais, you know him? Uh, the comedian Ricky Gervais. He, he does The Office, the original. Maybe. One. I'm not putting a fa I'm not putting a face right now to the image, so I don't know. Um, I'm trying to remember what the point was. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> the original point was essentially they're best people to look at, a typical British people, as opposed to royalty. Um, I forgot what. So I've gone off a little bit of track at the moment. I distracted you. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Uh, this is going to make... I think this is going to be a good listen, to be honest, because um, I feel like we've sort of gone over your career. Um, we sort of 
establish your favorites what got you into wrestling um before wrestling as well i just want to know then last question before i do let you go what's what does the future hold for amber nova oh the future i am i mean there's some speed bumps like they say in life you still travel down your journey it's not about the destination it's about the journey and i'm still geared up revved up and on my journey and uh yeah like 2020 was a big speed bump in everyone's life there was a lot of tragedy there was uh, just a lot of unexpectedness but a lot of positive life changes in the world that needed to be changed so what's next for amber nova i'm uh, i'm gonna try and get under the hood of every women's division that i can any yeah. person that gets in the ring with me is getting tuned up and i'm just gonna keep building my brand and who i am as supernova my real life character and then hopefully you'll see me weekly on a tv soon we will i don't doubt that <laughs> where can fans find you on social media yeah so follow me at amber nova 73 on instagram and twitter 73 hence the 73 nova not the year i was born i have gotten that question before <laughs> um and then yeah if you're not familiar with me you can check out my matches on the wwe network you can just search mm -hmm. amber nova and you'll see my match against nikki cross and io shirai Kyrie sane uh also you know youtube Amber Nova, watch my matches. You can get geared up with me. I got signature, custom, handmade by yours truly, grease rags for your garage. I have autographed posters and photos. So just email for inquiries or DM and uh, Instagram. And yeah, thanks for following me and getting geared up with me and just supporting me. All my Nova heads out there. You guys give me the drive I need to keep going. You heard that, people. I'll put all those details in the description as well. Um, but I want to thank you for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. We've had a bit of good, good banter, good laugh, um, some good stories been told. And hopefully next time I do do this, it'll be in person and it'll be with you and it'll be in London. But for now, yes, I, hope you guys stay. I cannot wait back. I mean, I cannot wait to come back to London. Nova World Order, baby. I want to tune it up again. Bring Woo! you back to London. <laughs>